0: Ah, you obviously know Kung Fu. And this is Tom Williams, Stunt Coordinator and Second Unit Director for Doom Patrol, and this is the Kung Fu Drive-In Podcast.
1: Welcome to the Kung Fu Drive-In Podcast. Adjust your speaker box, sit back, relax, and remember, your Kung Fu may be good, but mine is better. <laughs> Joining me today, stuntman, stunt coordinator, director, now a two-time Emmy nominee for Outstanding Stunt Coordination, most recently for his work on Doom Patrol, Tom Kyrie williams Tom, thank you so much for joining the Kung Fu Driving Podcast today. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. That's great to have you. Uh, I was a fan of your work on The Punisher, uh, a fan of your work on Doom Patrol. So uh, congratulations on the Emmy nomination. You you have to be a little bit thrilled to be in uh, in the mix with such talented
0: creators. I am beyond happy. Uh, they're all respected colleagues of mine, but this, this set especially, I'm, I'm so ecstatic about because there's a few really good friends in there. Hank and Dave from Falcon and Winter Soldier are good buddies of mine, and Brett Chan, who I know you've talked to, also a good buddy of mine. So it's, it's pretty awesome to be able to share this moment with them. No, that's great, and
1: and you're doing some great work. Uh, were you familiar with Doom Patrol before you got involved with the show?
0: I was. I'm a I'm a comic nerd from way back. Uh, <laughs> probably like six or seven years old started reading comics. I didn't get into Doom Patrol until a little later, but. Uh, Yeah, very, very familiar with the source material. I am a a veteran of Marvel Comics myself. I used to work there.
1: uh, So the Punisher was in my wheelhouse for sure. I worked on the Marvel Knight stuff. So uh, it was great to see what you guys did with that show. Um, Doom Patrol, uh, same as you, I got into a little bit later. But that show is so quirky, uh, kind of bizarre, funny, uh, very warm too. When you're working with that kind of universe... What's your process for creating the stunt work there because it, it, it encompasses such a, a wide range of stunts from little things to the, the big things. What kind of uh, thought process goes into crafting the stunt work for that and and maybe more specifically how big and bold you want to go with things?
0: Well I mean that's the key right there is the big and the bold uh, <laughs> our, our showrunner Jeremy Carver and his his writing room they they're nut jobs. In the, in the in the best way possible. I, I love each and every one of them. They are certifiably crazy and they want us to be on the crazy train with them. So that's it's one of the coolest creative processes I've ever been a part of. Most most things I've done have been a little more grounded, like you know, Punisher, very realistic. This one, it's literally sit there and think up the craziest stuff you can come up with. <laughs> That you can execute and and make and freak people out. That's cool. Now
1: that support system though is so important to have behind you. Shout out your stunt team a little bit. Who are you working with that uh, that really support your your mad
0: crazy visions? I've I've got a great team and it's been mostly the same people for for all now three seasons. We just wrapped season three like six weeks ago. Uh, for most of it, James Hutchison was my assistant coordinator. Uh, Mike Wilson was my fight coordinator. Uh, guy named Rob Huyan did all the wire work for me, all the, the wire rigging. Uh, doubles would be Micah Thompson for Robot Man, Natasha Paul for Jane. She actually transitioned into my assistant coordinator for season three. So you get to see a little more of her creativity coming up next year. Uh, John Gilbert was Negative Man, and uh, Corey Lincoln was Cyborg. And Emily Brookes was our Dorothy double. Now, I talked to a lot
1: of stunt coordinators, uh, fight coordinators. Uh, one of the sticking points that um, sometimes comes up is uh, you don't always have the uh, ability to get in there and edit the final product. Uh, how much trust do you put in your editor to, to make sure that your vision uh, gets out there? And when I say your vision, it, maybe it's not necessarily your vision. It's got to be the director's vision, right? So where do you find that
0: balance? Yeah, it's that is it's a tough one sometimes. I heard you talking to Lloyd about that on the last one. Uh, we we're pretty lucky on Doom. We've got we got really good editors. I think all the editors that come out of the Warner Brothers Berlanti camp, they're they're used to the superhero shows. They're used to Arrow and Flash and <laughs> Legends and Batwoman. So, I think they've got a really good flow in post-production on how to deal with the editing and as of yet, I I I'm going to if I nitpick things, I could find stuff, but I don't want to bang my head into a wall like some other shows I've been a part of <laughs> I'm watching like I'm like, "Oh, they they get it. It looks great." So, I'm I'm happy with our post people. They they get the genre, they get what people want to see, and they knock it out of the park.
1: Now, speaking of what people want to see, how did you get involved with stunts to begin with? Cuz that's not a normal job. <laughs> I mean, right.
0: No, no. And it was not where I was heading. My, my degree was uh, criminal justice and minor in psychology. Wow. So I wanted to do like CIA or some, some crap like that. <laughs> uh, what got me into it is I was a, a collegiate cheerleader and won like a national title, elite cheerleading squad, started coaching gymnastics. And I ended up getting hired because of a friend of mine. She was playing Catwoman in the Batman stunt show at Six Flags. Cool. And so I got hired to coach all the Catwomen there in gymnastics. Uh, And the director of the show ended up really liking me, training me, putting me in the show, and then took me out and put me into the show in L.A. So I moved to L.A. from Texas, did the live show circuit for a few years, went to Japan, toured around, had fun. And then slowly started making my way into film and TV. That's a big move though, from Texas to LA
1: for a, for a stunt career.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it it was. And, you know, my, my parents were very supportive. My, my dad, especially, you know, he was, he was military. And when he turned 18 took off, (laughs) mine, mine was a few years later, but you know, they, they got it and they were very supportive of it and just, they've had the best time watching it ever since too.
2: When you
1: started in the stunt world, though, it, it was, was it uh, the, the more uh, high-flying stuff or, or was it uh, uh, the more grounded stuff? And then um, how do you graduate through that? Is it just learning on the job to, to move up and onwards?
0: Yeah. I mean, with, with the way our business is, there's, you know, there's a couple of schools here and there, but for the most part, people just find other stunt people and start training and working out. And I was lucky when I got to town. There were some some really good folks I met in the live show. We all started progressing together. Uh, One in particular, you ever talked to Hito Koda? Oh, no, I I do want to, though. Yeah, really, really good dude, really good friend of mine. So myself and Hito and a few other folks started training together and working out. Uh, I started getting the distinction of being the big guy who could keep up with the little dudes. (laughs) So. Doing a lot of fast-paced fights, I got to fight Jackie Chan twice. That's cool. So yeah, uh, a lot of my early stuff was really just being the big thug, getting beat up, and <laughs> and uh, that was that was kind of on the rise at the time. There was the Alpha Stunts group for all the the Power Rangers things. Right. There was the that whole genre that was starting to make its way into the U.S. But then you still had all the all the kind of cowboy old school stuff still going on in the early to mid nineties. Yeah. Do you have a martial arts background yourself at all? Uh, very little. Yeah. Um, I trained Taekwondo as a kid. Mm -hmm. Uh, I did some, uh, some Aikido, some jujitsu as I was a little older and it was mainly honestly because I was getting my kids into martial arts. So we'd find, we'd find a good gym and I'd start rolling or training with wherever we were at, uh, During the lockdown, during the COVID lockdown, we were trying to find something to do. And it's me and my wife and three kids and the local Taekwondo studio that I had some friends that went to, they were allowing people to come in, but only five at a time. And I was like, perfect. (laughs) And our whole business was shut down. I wasn't working. So as a family, we started going to Taekwondo three days a week. Cool. We all, you know, started testing together, and it was it was a great family bonding experience. Yeah. Um, but as far as like high level formal training, no. I, I mainly once I got in, I called it film foo. Yeah. I would just go study with different people and learn different styles and different. And I was I was a reactionist. I'm a big dude getting beat up, so you're not really going to see me throwing a lot of kicks or anything, but. <laughs> I can, I can react to them really well.
2: <laughs>
1: well, when you're designing fights then for, say, Doom Patrol uh, or the Punisher, wh- what uh, what are you uh, basing all of that uh, design on when you uh, put it together?
0: Well, I may not be able to do everything, but I know how I want it to look. Nice. Okay. So if if it's like, say, me and my my fight coordinator, Mike, are working stuff out, we'll bounce things off of each other. <laughs> I'll usually have him demo because my 47-year-old legs are not going to be kicking Right, <laughs> like Hitler. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's with me. It's a big collaborative process too, especially with the different characters. I'll get everyone involved. We'll start bouncing ideas, and then start standing up and going through things. Yeah.
1: Who were some of your influences for when you started getting into stunts, and then uh, have those influences evolved given the the rise of uh, stunt coordinators doing more and more filmmaking today?
0: Right. Um. Well, like I mentioned, Hito, Hito and I came up together and we've lately been running a very parallel career, which is awesome. I, I, I love that dude. And yeah. he's, he's been out here in Georgia a lot. He coordinates Stranger Things and yeah. I get to see him all the time. My original mentors from the live shows were Bonsai Vitali and Alex Daniels. They're, they're both still around and coordinating, which is awesome. I've gotten to, I've gotten to hire Bonsai I've tried to hire Alex and pay him back a couple of times. It's never worked out yet. My, my main mentor starting out was Al Jones, who is now, he just turned 87. Wow. Still coordinating. Wow. I think think he has four shows. He's coordinating in LA right now. I'm like, he just, I don't think he wants to rest. He's (laughs) like, I gotta work. I gotta work. Um, but, as far as people getting into directing, I, I love it, man. Cause that's where I want to go. I want to be a director. Do. Yeah. I, I love that the, that Chad Stahowski and David Leach have made that jump, Sam Hargrave. And there were pioneers of it back in the day, Hal Needham kind of mm-hmm. got it all started. But this recent influx of stunt stunt coordinators getting into it is awesome. And I, I want everyone to keep doing it, keep setting the trend uh, Larnell Stovall on Titans has been killing the game. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really proud of each and every one of them and hopefully I'll be joining them soon. Yeah. larnell has been on the show a couple of times. I love his work. He has horrible taste in football teams, but that's, one <laughs> <of it. laughs>
1: I'll have to find out what that is.
0: <laughs> yeah. Saints. Yeah. Uh,
1: ah, the ain'ts. Yes. <laughs> um, to, with, uh, regard to the, the sun coordinators, uh, doing their thing now. Um, do you worry that uh, there's going to be a glut of that kind of thing or are we still so uh, in the beginning stages of it that it's just still fresh and exciting?
0: I don't think it'll be a glut. I mean, it's always a battle of attrition in this business anyway. People are, There's going to be a glut of people trying. Yeah. Which, you know, go for it. I'm not going to deny anyone their shot. Uh, and and I, I want, there's so many, there are so many stunt people in this business that are amazing at what they do. That I, I hope they get to the top of the mountain too. I, I, I think there's a whole batch of us that are that are out there just killing it, and it'd be fun to have so many brothers and sisters at the top with me.
1: Yeah, um, one of the criticisms that I that I hear from from stunt coordinators uh, that they get is uh, that they often get told, "You guys are, are the stunt guys. Stop trying to act." That's crazy, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's very crazy. <laughs> well, I mean, pigeonholing is a legit problem in our business. Yeah. Uh, I, I had someone straight up tell me because uh, I, I over COVID, I was like trying to find different things to do. I always wanted to write a script. So I wrote a script just to give it a shot. And a couple a couple good friends of mine who are writers read it, absolutely loved it. And they're trying to help me market it now. Cool. And then I had one other one that I showed it to that literally was like, uh, didn't even want to read it, thought I should stay in my lane, deal with stunts. and I'm just like, how narrow-minded yeah you know yeah. If, if someone has a cool idea it doesn't matter where you come from, you know you don't have to be so super supportive of it, but there's a lot of creative people in this business that are in all different aspects of it. The guy who wrote underworld uh Kevin grievous grievous yeah I think he was a background on Planet of the Apes. yeah, I know I remember when he was writing that. And I remember people were giving him crap about it and look where, look where it went. And that's, that's, that's the kind of cool stuff that Hollywood's built on. And
1: creativity is just creativity. If you have it in one thing, you can absolutely expand it into so many other, uh, facets. That's cool. Um, so is that then the next step for you? You talked about directing, you talked about writing. Is that where you're headed? The director's chair. Do you want to do that full time?
0: I love that chair. Yeah, I, I do. I've gotten some great opportunities on doom patrol, the second unit direct. Yeah. And I, it just, it, it feels so good. <laughs> it just feels right. I, I love the creativity, especially on a show like that. I mean, getting to translate that madness on, on the camera is just, it's really cool. <laughs> and it's really given me an itch that I need to scratch and just keep going to the director's chair.
1: Now, speaking of that itch, when you do uh do the director chair full time are you going to do more action are you going to uh broaden the horizon and do romance and comedies and things like that where 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 is it going to go
0: well i'm i'm sure because of hollywood being how it is people are going to say all right play to your strengths first sure direct action stuff i would hope that would be a doorway that i can walk through and then do whatever cuz i i mean all aspects of this genre is is it's so much fun. I coordinated comedies for a while, and they are hilarious to work on. <laughs> it's just it's usually a fun environment. Really good. So I, I don't want to be pigeonholed sure. into just action, but I understand probably the necessity of doing that first, just to get through the doorway and. Quite honestly, I mean it's it's fun. So, oh my God, twist my arm, coordinate, <laughs> directing a, an action show. that would be absolutely horrible. Uh, one of my one of my dearest friends, America Young, she came from the stunt world, and is now taken off as a director. She's been doing a lot of Warner Brothers stuff. She actually got to go up and direct an episode of Kung Fu recently with Brett. Yeah, cool. Um, she's been on Legacies a couple times. It's that kind of stuff. It's the I love the genre shows. So it'd be really fun to kind of bounce around and do that and then maybe later branch out and do other things. Yeah.
1: Um and uh, I mean, again with the with the action stuff, there is a there's still a hunger for fans of the action genre for people that will get on there and do it right. So the more mm-hmm. of you that get out there and do it, the better for us fans and, and the audience in general. <laughs>
0: Absolutely, <laughs> better for us too. I want to keep watching it too.
1: <laughs> so uh, when you uh, when you think about the stuff that's going on, uh, you mentioned Chad Zahelsky and uh, and those guys, they're the ones that you that you look to as the guys that are doing it right. Is there are is there, are there other people that are up and coming that you that you would say watch for these guys because
0: they're going to kill it? Well, like I said, America for one, she, she's gonna she's gonna dominate. Nice that there's there's no there's no one that's going to stop her. She's amazing uh i really genuinely loved extraction loved it so i i think i think sam's got a bright future directing Trying to think, you know lynn lynn oding has been doing a great job directing stuff he came from stunts and i like i said i think larnell oh you know who else is is about to break through walter garcia oh okay yeah he's the stunt coordinator on star girl
1: oh okay cool
0: yes yeah, and I'm, I'm pretty sure he, he's already directed an episode in their newer season, cool. so keep an eye out for that name. He's going to kill it. <laughs> sounds good, sounds
1: good. Uh, what about uh, looking back over some of your stuff, uh, do you have a favorite action sequence uh, from Doom Patrol, or, or is there something that you've been holding back that you're going to
0: throw at us in the next season? Um, as far as ones that I've done already, from season one, the Futopian fight with Cliff and Jane <laughs> taking, Killing all the Nazis, uh, it was so <laughs> much fun doing that. We had we had the best time with that whole sequence. Pre-visiting alone, <laughs> I, <laughs> I really I really grossed him out with the previs. There was actually a couple spots where we had to pull back on it. Uh, then in in season two, where Cliff fights Jesus was another <laughs> one it was so ridiculously fun. I got to say, the underwater sequence was probably one of the most challenging and beautiful the way it came out yeah so extremely happy with all the hard work diane and the whole stunt team put in for that uh, she did 99 percent of it that's cool and you can see it even even when you're like barely see. you can tell it's diane under there yeah so really, really yeah happy. that must really help though to have uh
1: cast members that are so are so game to to get into it and and do uh what needs to be done to sell that whole sequence because again as fans of the genre we like it when we can see their faces and, and see that they're Getting into it and, and doing the things. Yeah,
0: 100%. I mean, you're, I'm, I'm sure you've watched just as many action sequences as I have. <laughs> and as soon as you see them turn their face away, there's something that goes off in your head.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. That is just very slant. And usually they do a really good job of covering it. But there's always that one little thing I was like, ah, there's stunt double right there. <laughs> so when you get someone like Diane or Riley who plays Robot Man, Timothy Dalton, everyone just, they want to do stuff and they train their butts off. They work out with us. They, they put in the hard hours and it shows on screen. So I couldn't be happier with our cast on doom. And, and yes, we, we have one coming up in season three that is on the ridiculous meter is going to blow the other ones away.
1: <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. And and by the way, not to take anything away from the uh, the stunt doubles who who double the, the leads because they do amazing work. They put their bodies on the line uh, and they do incredible, uh, incredible work to again to to sell that whole story. So I, I don't want to take any
0: props away from them at all. Oh, no. And it, I didn't think you were the the cool thing about characters like this is it's a great amalgamation of myself working with the cast, the stunt doubles they all have an investment in that character. So it's it's all about the teamwork to make sure from both sides that that character comes across as amazing.
1: Yeah. Very cool. Uh, what projects then do you have uh, going on now? Uh, after such a long layoff with COVID, uh, now that you're back into it, what do you have uh, coming down the pike?
0: Well, Duke Patrol is a notoriously rough schedule. So as soon as that was done, <laughs> I took about a month off. Just <laughs> chilled with the family. We went to the beach. It was great. Uh, I got to go in and day play and do some driving on both Black Adam and Shazam. Cool, which was uh, I'm excited for both. They're, I think they're going to be pretty awesome. And I actually just started. Uh, I'm doing a show called First Kill for Netflix for my my good friend Felicia Henderson. Oh, nice. Who I I met her on Punisher. She was one of our writers.
1: Cool, very cool. Best of luck with all that uh, and uh, everything that that you have going on. Uh, I look forward to seeing a lot more of your work. Uh, and um, best of luck with Doom Patrol because that show is is crazy fun. So I, I hope to see a lot more craziness from uh, from you and your team coming up.
0: I really, I really appreciate that very much.
1: And uh, quickly to Roy, I, I appreciate you taking the time.
0: And your father, thank you, sir.
1: Cheers, Tom. Thank you so much.
0: A lot of fun talking to you. Thanks for your time. <laughs>
1: Huge thanks to Tom Williams for stopping by the show for a chat. Very cool guy, and I wish him nothing but the best. If you haven't checked out his work on Doom Patrol, cue it up, sit back, and enjoy. And when you inevitably have to perk up because of some awesome action on screen, that's Tom and his incredible stunt team at work. So Television Academy, for your consideration, Tom Williams is up for an Emmy for Outstanding Stunt Coordination. And yes, his work is definitely outstanding. So give Tom a follow on his Instagram at Reaction Stunts and let him know that you checked out his interview right here on the Kung Fu Driving Podcast. Give me a follow on all my socials as well. Or better yet, swing by Apple Podcasts and give the show a rating or a review so that we can keep bringing the very best voices of the action world right to your ears. Until next time, Poison Clan. Peace. Poison
2: Clan rocks the world. Drink a little wine and get getting drunk and then we're fighting, ha This time it's warm, we smash the place up with our dragon claws We're walking to the tea house ready for some action Drink a little wine we get a drunk and then we're fighting, ha this time it's war we we'll smash the place up With a dragon claw I see the iron fisted bunk Before the daily prayers Shouting monks on their hands Running down the thousand stairs The fatal leak Lee Kahn, Now's in King Yu's With the fearless idea, roaming over the lands Yeah the little big soldier Is older and wiser He wants a world of peace Because he doesn't want to fight you got the venom mob Laying down the law Bruce Lee delivering kicks Guaranteed to great jars Fight for the cast and pause here the applause Not a yen back kicks Will defeat the outlaws Very good But more don't hit back Yeah the death jewels here Derby D is coming back The Tai Chi master Jetley's even faster Good had a little drink Because he is the drunken master Once upon a time shine, China Rosam and Quan is real fine But see magic on his spine oh, Golden Swallow has arrived Shang-Chi movies Will the hero will survive? We've got the Brave Archer Make his way to the top Of the mountain gonna fight May as well pick the spot Yeah the sky goes black Cut the vampires back we got Lam Ching-Ying To kill them all To so stand back He plays the black magic On the soul of the sword this time it's warm, to we'll smash the place up with a dragon claw See, it's a game of death, yo, you're facing the big boss It's once upon a time in China on the TikTok The Shogun assassin slashing blood or just drip, drop The head kick, neck drop, balance the not stop Wanna kill Bill, better get the assassins He's got her, just in yellow, but she is in the dragon, but in the tea rooms That's where it'll happen, she got the parties on the floor, when the blood it'll splatter against the walls No fear at all, she kill them all There's always blood spilled when you head into a war Fearless, Unleashed the fifth of legend at the car jet league. I'm bolo young, yo, I'll always be a beast. You rumble in the Bronx, yo, I'm we'll rumbling the streets. And it's simple, see the facts are these. There's only ever gonna be one Bruce Lee. Welcome to the tea house, ready for some action. Drinking little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting. Ha! This time it's one to smash the place up so with a dragon class We're walking to the tea house, ready for some action. Drink a little wine,